In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus to take a census of the entire Roman world. It's an interesting way to begin a story about a birth, to begin an account. It surprises me because, or actually I'm thankful for these words, because they remind us that this gospel is not a fairy tale. It doesn't begin with once upon a time or long ago in some faraway place. It begins in history, in human history. It begins with a social reality, a political reality. The birth of Christ is firmly rooted in human history, firmly rooted in our lives. This God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, this God is a particular God. He's not some force or some universe energy, not some pantheistic God in trees and rocks. He is God with us, God among us, Christ in us. God is particular. God is the creator of everything, and He is present everywhere. But at the same time, He chose to become particular in Christ, to dwell among us in one body, to have hands and feet and glory and power all at the same time, to be at that one moment both human, both Son of God and Son of God who is divine. He is both at the same time truly human and truly God. It's an amazing way to begin a gospel. At first glance, though, we think to ourselves, how could this be? How could God be born in a manger or be laid in a manger? Or how could God even become human for that matter? We're so used to talking about God with us that sometimes we forget. Sometimes we take for granted just how amazing it is that God became human, fully human, and dwelt among us. You see, God entered this world at the very bottom. He stepped down from His throne, got down on His hands and knees, and crawled into our world as a child. As a tiny child, vulnerable, needing the care of His mother and His parents. It's amazing. And that he was even born to to common people. To faithful, but common people. Mary and Joseph were not powerful people in the social scheme of things. They weren't world leaders or, or heads of the church or state. They were common people. People who lacked the power to even buy a place at the place at the inn. When there was no room, they didn't even have the power to push someone else out of the out of their place. They were common people faithful people. This is where God surprisingly chose to enter the world. God was born into this world. He was born in a stable with cattle and sheep. Not in a palace with kings and princes, with servants. He was wrapped in cloth, in strips of linens, rough and coarse. Not in silk or satin robes. And when they wrapped him, they placed him in a manger, which is just a nice churchy word for feed trough. They placed him in a feed trough. Not some fancy pillow in a giant palace, but in a feed trough where sheep and cattle ate. It's surprising that God would enter the world this way. That God would enter so humbly and dwell among us. How could this be God? 
You know, when we think about this reality, we think to ourselves, or we, we're right to think, how could this possibly be God? How could God do this? Why would God enter this world in so low and base a beginning? It's surprising. How does the Lord of Lords, the Creator of all things, how does this make sense as child, as lying in a manger, a feed trough, wrapped in strips of cloth? It is amazing. I could have never dreamed of such a thing. We are baffled by this self-sacrificing God. It's surprising to us. It's surprising to us, and we stand here stricken, stricken by this amazing God that He would do this. That Jesus Christ, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but He made Himself nothing, taking on the very nature of a slave and being found in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. It is amazing. But this is the sacrificing God that we serve. As amazing as it is, it is just as true. God has come to dwell among us, and it is surprising. We realize this morning that God's ways are not our ways. We could have never dreamed of God this good. Thankfully, thankfully, we don't have to understand it. Ours is to believe it. We don't have to understand how all of this works, how God is at the same time three and one, how God, how Jesus is at the same time human and divine. We don't have to understand it. We just have to believe it. We just have to believe this good news. We just have to rejoice in this good news that Christ has come. As surprising as it is, Christ has come. At first glance, this is surprising. It catches us off guard that God would crowd into this world, that He would crawl, get down on His hands and knees and crawl into this world to save us. And all the while, the shepherds are in their field quietly tending over their sheep. Nothing more than the arm behind their head and the stars in front of their eyes. Keeping watch all night long of sheep. And for them, at first, this night seems like just like every other night. It's dark and it's quiet. Maybe they hear the breeze. Maybe you hear sheep bleat. Make just a little bit of noise, a little bit of rustle but you feel the darkness here in this field. You feel the silence of it. You don't see any light from the city. It's just dark here and quiet. And then the angel of the Lord appears. And the glory of God engulfs the whole place. The glory of God rips the dark night in two. The glory of the Lord surrounds the people. He surrounds the shepherds. You're surrounded by His glory. All you can see is light. Your eyes ache from the blazing glory of God's glory. Your eyes are filled with light. You can barely see. And you're terrified. You're terrified by the sheer beauty of it. By the sheer holiness of God 
As His glory swirls around you, you are terrified. You stand there stricken, unable to move. All you can do is watch. And then the angel of the Lord speaks. And that silent night was shattered by the Word of God. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will go and you'll find this child wrapped in cloths, lying in a feed trough. And then suddenly, suddenly the veil is taken away. Suddenly and immediately, the grand curtain between heaven and earth is swept away. And we see the reality of things just for a moment. We see a vast legion of angels praising God, praising God for what He has done. We hear the words as they sing. Their voices boom and they resound throughout creation. They sing praises to God for what He has done. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those in whom He is well pleased. And then, just as quickly as it happened, the veil comes back across. And nothing remains but the glory and the glow of God's presence. And then the world rejoices. The world rejoices. When they hear this news and when they get it, when they realize what happens, they rejoice. Sheep herders become evangelists. People hear this news and they marvel at what Christ has done. The faithful, they treasure these things up and they ponder them in their heart. Christ has come. Today, a Savior has been born in the house of David. He's been born for you. And He is Christ the Lord. He fills out the words of Isaiah. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. He has enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They celebrate before Him as people celebrate at the harvest, as men celebrate when they're dividing the plunder. As in the day of Midian's defeat, the, the, the yoke has been, has been shattered that has oppressed His people. The bar across their shoulders, the rod of His oppressors. For unto us a child has been born. A son has been given. And the government will be on His shoulders. And He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and of the increase of His government and His peace, there will be no end. No end. He will reign on David's throne and over His kingdom, establishing and uplifting it with justice and righteousness from that day on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty has done this. He has done this in Christ. This child is a king. This child is a Savior that we have all been waiting for. Each of us here, we've been waiting for this child, for this Lord, to save us from the things that we have done, the things that we have done that we wish we would not have, to save us from our evil, from our wickedness, 
from the ways we tend to destroy each other and reject God. He has come to save us. And He is the Messiah. He is the Christ. That means He's the one that God has chosen to rule justly, to sit on David's throne, to come from David's house and rule with justice and righteousness, to make this world better, to bring God's peace, not just the absence of war, but the presence of God's peace, this fullness of joy and hope, because we stand in God's presence. And He is Lord. Christ is Lord. This child, even as a child, He is still God. He is God from God. Light from light. True God from true God. Of the same essence or the same being as the Father. Through Him all things were made. For us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven and was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary. And He became truly human. When the world realizes this, they rejoice. They rejoice. Sheep herders become evangelists. People marvel and they begin telling it on the mountain. And the faithful, they treasure all of these things up in their heart and they ponder them there. I have amazing news for you this morning. I have amazing news for you. God in heaven became God with us to save us. And he came and he started at the very bottom. Stepped down off his throne and got down on his hands and knees and crawled into this world as a child. And in case we've missed it, in case we didn't get the point, the veil is drawn back and heaven confesses for us. The angels confess the truth that we might see. But you don't need me to tell you this. You've seen it yourself this morning. You've seen it yourself. You've watched and you've heard the angels praise. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those in whom He is well pleased. I have amazing news for us this morning. Christ has come. A Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. God is on the move. Christ has come. Hope has come. God is with us. Rejoice, friends. Rejoice. Amen.